Life is short. Get divorced. Outrageous and opinionated thoughts on how to divorce the things in your life that don't bring you joy. Honestly, Hannah and Just Jen bring you weekly accounts of their ongoing battles around getting it done and how to not take your life too seriously. Life is short. Get divorced. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Life is Short, Get Divorced. I'm Honestly Hannah, and I'm here with Just Jen. Hello. Hey. How are you? It's been a bit since we were in the studio. I'm psyched to see you today. It's good to see you too. I know. I have, we've had all sorts of family things and travels and, and nice. getting get, together. If this has to be our girl time, we'll take it. Yeah, for sure. Because we'll I, I need a little no break. No wine from... on the table, but we're still having fun. <laughs> hey, we should have wine next time. Oh, then we may not get through the podcast. I know. Well, you know, it might be funnier if we have some wine. It might be freaking hilarious. Well, we may not remember it. Note to self, get uh, but wine. Just to remind everyone why we are actually doing a podcast is my friend and I, we have a lot of things in common, like <laughs> seven businesses. Yep. We've had six weddings between us. Five mother-in-laws. Four divorces. Three children. We've had two house fires. One widow, but zero, zero guilt. guilt. So... The topic today has a lot to do with trying to do something but having zero guilt, and that is divorcing friends. That's impossible. Is it impossible? I feel like it's, it's impossible. impossible to divorce friends, or it's impossible to do without guilt. Right. Yep. Mm. Both. Okay. Well, it's then this really will be hard a very to divorce friends. Educational episode. So yeah. So today we're going to talk about the pros and cons of divorcing friends, sort of the different types of friend divorces you can go through, and you know how that looks. Whether it's passive aggressive or blatant, is it an argument? Does it just naturally end? And then we're going to also have some examples, and then I'm going to potentially pose a question to you about a friend divorce situation that I am struggling with. Okay, good. And I have recently been with a really, really long time friend of mine, and we haven't had a lot of time together. And we ha- we've been together like maybe three or four times over the last month. And she actually approached me about how she should divorce a friend. Oh. So I would like to talk about that. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. What's Definitely. Fun? I can't wait for that. But it's all things divorce friends today. Woo-woo! All right. So I wanted to ask you a question sort of right out of the gate. Do you have friends like in your social circle? Because you, you, have, you have people who, you, who would maybe call themselves your friends, but they're really not your friends. They're just your acquaintances or people who think you're their, you're their acquaintances. Um, but do you have people in your sort of network that you have naturally sort of just parted with over time due to circumstance and not really had an actual divorce per se? Yes, I think it happens gradually. And I also think that the older you get, you don't have the bandwidth that you may have for acquaintances versus friends. So, and I think the whole Facebook friends thing is ridiculous because I don't think the five, almost 5,000 people who are friends with me on Facebook are my friends. I don't have 5,000 friends on Facebook. But, I don't have this problem. But here's the thing is that that's what they call it. So people will be like, hey, we're friends on Facebook. And right. I'm like, that's fantastic. But I don't know that we've ever physically met. So I have a very so, strict rule about it. Do you, you don't call your Facebook friends? I'm, I guess I'm a Facebook friend slut. I you are. Care. I think you I, might I mean, be. I mean, it was kind of a numbers game. You know, I'm, I'm in the PR business. So like, yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah. But I don't consider that if people really want to see what's going on, they can go on Facebook. I don't care. But I'm not that particular about it. Do you Think twice then, but knowing that you have that many Facebook followers before you post on Facebook, do you think, oh, five zillion people are going to see this, some of whom I don't even know? We're doing a podcast, Hannah. We can't be worrying that much. I mean, if people are worrying about what post, we're doing, like, we, we're kind of exposing it all here. <laughs> family thing. 
Um, that's very interesting. So I don't do that at all. I and and actually I also have I don't think you know this about me. I have this really really strict rule on Facebook that I will not be a friend with anyone on Facebook that I work with currently. So, so you have to be sorry. We're not we can't be friends on Facebook. No, I, and I have to say it all the time. Like yeah. to be like my coworkers. Well, send- well, sure. My coworkers, I mean some people I've worked with for 6 years at this current company and I'm like they're like why can't we be Facebook friends? I'm like no, we I'm just we're just not Facebook friends until after we're coworkers. But just so we're clear, this episode is not about divorcing Facebook friends so that we don't worry, we're not going to get rid of people on <sighs> No, I Facebook do. I divorce friend, okay. friends on Facebook. I right. actually do. But- but we could go deeper and really talk about divorcing <laughs> yeah. real friends. Real friends. Okay, no, good. But that's the difference, I think. Yeah. You don't think? Okay. Well, I just, I think the whole Facebook friends is that's just a mirror into the world. And those aren't necessarily all your friends. Do you, no, not even close. So do you have, um, do you have friends that you've divorced that you still are friends with on Facebook? So they may not know that you've divorced them, mm-hmm. but you're still friends with them. I would agree with that comment. Yeah. So I don't, I don't have that. Either. You you have like, a nicely cold list. I do. The same with LinkedIn. It's curated. Yeah, <laughs> it's curated. You have a curated list, it is. and I have a non-curated. It is curated. List. Well, for Good better or worse. Um. Okay. So. Well, maybe I'll divorce some Facebook friends this week. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's just good to kind of you know clean up. A Keep little it clean. Bit. Yeah. You know. You never know. No, but what I think there's certain people that you are friends with that you divorce consciously, and yes. then some that you divorce unconsciously because you're in different chapters of your life, you're in different parts, and. You love you like that friend. You're not disrespectful. You haven't had any drama, but right. you just may not see each other as often, yeah. or your children may be different ages, or they may not be hanging right. out together. So some are very organic, but a, my friend who was with me, this is a longtime friend that she is really seriously talking about, like squash, divorce. We've had drama. I'm done with you. Yes, and I was fascinated by that because it's very tricky, and also her children our friends with her friends' children. Friend. So there's a ripple effect sure. anytime you want any, like any divorce right. like any you divorce, do right. with a person. Right. But I, what I found interesting is that she wants to do a slow fade. And a slow fade is probably something that I would say that makes so much sense. It's not like you want to have drama or get in an argument with this person. You might have had a difference of opinion. You may not really enjoy their company as much. So you might fade out. Like they may call you every day and maybe you're not as free. Right. And then you maybe aren't able to do something with them. Right. And then maybe you're just busy or maybe your chapter has gotten. But you don't you don't really have that. Listen. We're friends and we're getting a divorce because of this or that or whatever. You don't have the the conversation that gives the closure. But she wants to have the conversation or no? She does not. She oh, wants to do a she's slow just fade. Do a fade. Because um, I think there are obviously pros and cons to having the conversation, right? I'm the kind of person who wants to have the conversation. And I actually have someone who I want to have the conversation with. But there's a lot of benefits to the slow fade because when there's collateral damage, like you mentioned, the other kids are friends or whatever, you know, their family members are friends then. Cause then you, then if you do have the conversation that adds to the drama of the divorce on top of it from a friend's perspective. And that, I think that has like a lot of ripple effects. That's just, it's just makes things more complicated than they need to be. But don't you really love it? Like when some, that somebody that is a really true friend, when you're able to say, you know what, you kind of pissed me off today because you did that. And you have that conversation to me. I appreciate that when a friend would say to me, you piss me off. I appreciate the feedback. Me too. know that. Like I would, if you're a real friend, I want to keep the friendship. So I'm going to have that conversation because I want to figure out to make it last. I think that's a different, uh, that's a whole different perspective though. That's because you want to keep the friendship. 
but do you if i don't care i'll probably do the slow the stage slow yeah I don't but know. like i don't know that i want to have drama with somebody just because i want to basically either tell them they're wrong or i'm right or whatever i don't know yeah. how necessary and how beneficial it's going to be to like talk about something when maybe you have such a difference of opinion you're not going to come to an agreement yeah, I don't, and I don't even think that like, it's not even about coming to an agreement. Do you think? I don't. I think it's just that. It, I think there are people who there are there are instances when, like, let's take the slow fade, where they don't know they're being faded. So maybe the other friend doesn't really understand and know. Oh, this person's upset or mad or what? Put out whatever it is, and then all of a sudden that you stop talking to them and they don't understand why, and then they're they're very confused as to what happened. But they should ask the question to their friend: Is everything okay? I haven't heard from you in two weeks. Yeah, but I mean, have you ever done that? Because then they just ignore you. Um, but really good friends wouldn't. Really good friends would have that conversation. If the person wanted to slow fade you out, they'd be like, oh, everything's fine. <laughs> right. Which I think, though, it, it just adds to the frustration. I don't, I'm not a big fan of the slow fade. Right. But what are you going to gain from the conversation? Hey, we're breaking up. Love right. To see I mean, I don't know. There's a certain, like, closure element to, like, look, it's not working out. Here's why. Been good. Yeah. See ya. Okay. You don't but think- then... Have you ever done that? Yeah, you know I have. <laughs> Not with boyfriends, but with friends. Yes. Oh, sure, of course. And like, and so I have one. I have a ripple effect issue currently with a, a, a someone who has been part of my friend circle. You know, a certain circle, and I don't feel like they're they are only they're a friend that's kind of a it's it's beneficial to be friends with them when it's beneficial for them, but it's not. If if it's not beneficial to them, they're not not involved. a very reciprocal relationship. Completely one way, and so, but there there would be a huge ripple effect into a group of other people if I say to this person, "Hey, you know what? You're really not the best friend, and here's why. Over the last so many years, these are the things you've bailed. These are the things you've ignored. These are the things that like, and and I don't really, I don't, I'm not going to invite you to anything anymore because of this. But you're saying you want to have that conversation. I would definitely have that conversation with someone. And but you're, you're but fearful the reason, of what would happen. The reason I haven't done it with this person yet is because of the ripple effect, like you mentioned with your friend from Atlanta. All right. So let's let's walk through this because a lot of people, I think, deal with this issue. And I don't know that there's a right answer. I think it would depend on the person. Answer. Right. But and also you're going to feel better. There's a lot of times we feel better when we tell somebody. But, but it maybe don't. wasn't the reason. Yeah. The right reason. Yeah. Which is probably a whole other episode but um but i do think that when you are divorcing a friend and you really do want it to work is that you're coming to them in a loving place of like do you realize you're kind of pissing people off yeah but to me that's kind of like when we talk with sessions with scott when we have a counselor like we want to have an open line of communication to talk about what's wrong so we can make it better what i'm saying is i'm done with this person but the friend group isn't done with this person so now what do i do slow fade (laughs) This person generally already associated the rest of us. Fade. So, um, so yeah, it's yeah, and you know why I'm also just saying that for this situation is that you have a social probably thing going on where maybe you are friends or maybe you gathered other people's homes for dinner or for drinks or something like that. You don't want it to be awkward for the right. other friends. That's right. That's my concern. Yeah. So I'm just so here's what I'm here's my latest plan okay. for this. I'm just going to ignore it. Right. I'm working on trying to move past things and to you know just. I'm just going to ignore divorcing it. your internal. Yeah, whatever. Like, like, I don't have to be super duper friends with this person. If they show up at things, great. But I'm not going to expressly go out of my way to include this person like I have done in years past on ver- on a variety of things that this person has and completely that seems really blown fair. off. That and seems so really I'm just going to like, 
I wouldn't call it a slow fade. I'm just going to kind of go on like below the radar for a little bit and just kind of, you know what? I'm not going to reach out. I'm not going to do anything. Let's see what happens. If, if that person is there, great. If they're not, fine. But I'm not going to make any effort. I, I have an example. This is probably about 20 years old. But when my son was young, I had a, I considered her one of my very best friends. And she's, she's someone I still really like and respect. We just hung out like really a lot at a certain time. And then we just didn't have yeah. the same. It wasn't like we had any kind of drama against each other. But I think I did the slow fade, but not because of one thing that she did. We just were different people. Yeah. And but that is always something like we're still like Facebook friends and say hello and, you know, are at maybe some certain social functions where we would see each other. And I still, though, have that little bit of warmth, but I don't feel about her like I do a really yeah. long time friend. That's interesting. It, but I I did that consciously. Oh. But there's times I've done that not being conscious yeah. either. I think that the not conscious part around that whole growing apart happens a lot. I have a friend, a similar friend um, who lives in another state and we were very, very close, but she's, she's 10 years older than I am. We were very, very close for a long time. We worked together. We did like, we went on trips together and then just over time and space and just, you know, it's, but, I, but if something happened and I needed her, I could call her tomorrow. Absolutely. So I think that's, that's a different, uh, to me, that's a different level. And again, we've been friends for 30 years. So we've known each other for 30 years. So I, I would, I would count her amongst that for sure. Okay. So what are kind of the reasons that you would actually divorce a friend, like all out, like that's it, we're done. Is it? Well, in, actions. in your case, was it multiple things? Yeah, for me, it was death by a thousand cuts, right? We say that all the time. But it was lots and lots and lots of little things that finally I'm like, enough already with this one-way street. This person is a user. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, but have you had other reasons where you where it's been like a big drama or a big blow up? Not to pick on people that are divorced. You know, certain people make, when you get divorced, that you have to pick your friends. Mm-hmm. And that is very rude. I think it's terribly <laughs> rude. I think it's horrible rude. When you choose custody of the friends from a divorce, you think that's rude? All right, now just just think about it. That's so funny. Like my really really good friends probably aren't hanging out with all my ex-husbands, right. but like I'm not going to be mad at them if, if they, they end up doing that. I mean, I'm not because you brought those people into your world. You respected. Them. I mean, you know, yeah. they you can see why relationships would be built because you brought them sure. in because you had a relationship with that's them. very wise. And I so I'm kind of a I don't think I felt that way in my 30s. OK, <laughs> but I think I probably wanted people to pick in their 30s. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, like, sure. oh, we're not friends if you're friends with them. Right. And And I think that's wrong. Well, because depending on the friend, the, the mutual friend, if they are friends with you and the ex, then sometimes they'll it'll cross over and they'll say, oh, we went to the exes and their new And that's partner. weird and awkward it's and you feel weird. cringy. Yeah. But you also, I've noticed with male friends, and again, this is a female divorcing a man, you know, basically there's men that become friends. They hunt together. They might play tennis or pickleball or whatever, and they just do social activities. Yeah. That doesn't bother me. Interesting. I don't have an example of that. I didn't have that problem. The friends were easily divided amongst both in both cases. But But I do think that people want they don't want to. They know you're in confrontation. They don't want to be in confrontation. So they're like, please don't make me pick between you and the other person. And can I just like ignore you both for like six months and then slowly (laughs) see who comes into my life? And that's where that's probably respectable. So do you have a lot of friend divorces that were actual arguments where you were like, like, that's it, as opposed to sort of the slow and steady, that's it, we're done kind of 
I think that I maybe in middle school, but that would have probably been something passive aggressive because, you know, girls were so passive aggressive yeah. then. But I think that I think it's more of a we can only handle professionally. We have these professional acquaintances, friendships. We have personal relationships. We have now relationships with our children and our parents. And I, I can only handle so much bandwidth time. Yeah. And now I feel like, especially over the last five or six years, it's not that I don't have... I, I kind of feel like I have enough friends that are friends, friends, because I believe your best friends are the ones you can really put on both hands and that's it. Yeah. But there's, I don't have the bandwidth necessarily for like a whole new friend group. So my mom made a comment about this recently. Um, I was doing something and there were lots of new people there and I, I said something about the, oh yeah, the people are really nice and whatever. Just, just casually chatting with my mom about this thing. And she was like, oh, well, did you make any new friends? And I instinctively said this something similar. I said, uh, I don't. I, I have don't, enough friends. I don't need any more friends. <laughs> I'm good. Like I have close friends, medium friends. But it is how I don't, people feel. I don't need any more. It's friends. not negative to not meeting somebody and thinking they're wonderful. Right. That's not, it's not being anti-person. Yeah. But it's like I love the people in my life and my group, and I want to give them the time. I wonder though, that's got to be an age thing because we weren't like that ten years ago. Well, that's what I'm saying. When I was it's thirty, I was be. like, Yeah, let's it's, all be friends. Come by y'all. Totally. And now I'm like, I, but I want to spend time with select people that yeah. I love, admire, respect, and I want to give them the same attention that hopefully they would give me. And I think too, when we think, when I think of being a friend or when I, and in, you know, in my crazy head, it takes a lot of work to be a friend and you, you know, it's 50, 50. And like you and I, we, sometimes we don't speak for days or weeks and then we see each other every day for a month. Right. And so there's a certain like, just ebb and flow to having that friendship and the work that goes with it that I take really seriously. So that's why I feel I protect that group a little bit more. Right. I think. But I think that's the difference. Like I would be so pissed if you, if I pissed you off and you didn't tell me, yeah, you I know I would, but right. But that's a true <laughs> friend. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, ring a ding, ding. This is what Shit, you did. Hannah's calling again. What did I do tonight? <laughs> um, but no, I think that it's a respect level. And also I, I want to see, and I think women feel like they also have to be nice to every single person in the world. And then, like, there's a new person in my child's class, so maybe we should invite them over cocktails. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe it's okay. But I'm not to I'm going to play the devil's advocate for a minute and go against exactly what I just said, though. But because there is someone who we did do that. They weren't in our child's class, but they they were from Ireland and they are from Ireland and, and someone so much fun <laughs> someone knew them one of my close friends knew them and they said hey this person's from Ireland and her husband's from Scotland and your husband's from Ireland you should meet and I was like whatevs anyway and we they're did adorable. we did we invited them over sight unseen like a blind date to our house one night this was a couple years ago a year or two ago and they are some of our closest friends now we have so much fun with them but it was totally like it was like a, it was truly like a friend blind date and it could have gone horribly awry. And the only thing we had in common was that there was an Irish connection and that was it. But turns out there's loads of other things we have in common, but it was a complete crapshoot. So it can work out for the best. So basically everything we've said so it's far total is total bullshit, <laughs> total bullshit. And maybe we should just stop this podcast right now. But I do like the fact that we can decide it's on a case by case basis. Yeah, I guess my point there is, even though I have a relatively hard and fast rule that I don't need any new friends, I have recently seen the other side of that. You're open to only the cool only ones. Cool, only cool would, friends. If you clarify, then um, you qualify. There you go. 
but it does work out. But I do, I am very, I have struggled with this other friend divorce for a long time and I, I still, it's still very unresolved. And so I decided just this past week, I actually spoke to some of the other friends and I, they said something about getting together and I was like, yeah, sure. What I, I'll still come. Like, I don't, I don't care. I'll still hang out with everybody. I'm just not going to go out of my way to do something for this person. So I'm going to ask our listeners to give us feedback on this. I would love to hear on any kind of ideas about divorcing friends and how people have done it. Yeah. I would love to hear that. I'd also like to hear about how, you know, every friend group has that one person you're constantly trying to pacify. Like, oh, we always have the to high do maintenance this, friend. The, the always had to do this thing for this friend because, you know, this person wants to go to this place and this person wants to be in charge of this and this person. It's exhausting. Like, the, and, and and I have noticed that, and I keep my friends relatively compartmentalized in different groups. I don't, I don't, you know this because I've, I had a blend, an event where I blended the friends and I was really stressed about it. <laughs> I keep my <laughs> turned friends. Turned out okay. It did. It turned out great. But I have some crazy that I'm carrying around about keeping my friend, like I have these friends that do this and these friends I know from this thing and these friends. So anyway, but, um, but every one of those groups has some like high maintenance well, factor that's just a factor yeah it's like the friend group factor yeah hashtag friend group factor hashtag don't be the high maintenance don't be the high maintenance one am i the high maintenance friend no no i I don't think i know (laughs) i'm not not, but i mean sometimes i wish i was do you yeah oh i'm sure let's go diva sir i'm sure certain parts of certain friend groups of mine think i'm the high maintenance friend for sure no doubt about it you're really smart well very inquisitive (laughs) you're so kind (laughs) Very controlling. And we need to wrap up this episode. Okay. So, so what did we learn today? I think that we've learned that if we're going to divorce a friend, we need to be very strategic on how we do it. And being a good friend is not a one-way street. Amen, sister. All right. So thank you so much for talking about through this with me today because I've been struggling for a I while. just have a feeling this will be a continued discussion. That's right. And we'll let you know how it turns out with my other friend group. I'll let y'all know in future episodes. And remember... You're going to be better than you've ever been before. Thanks, y'all. Bye. Bye. Hey there. Honestly, Hannah here. We can't thank y'all enough for listening to us, but we want to hear from you. Be sure to hit us up on Instagram or send an email to hello at lifeishortgetdivorced.com. Or you can support our podcast through our Patreon account, and you can get to that from our website, lifeishortgetdivorced.com.